Welcome to the midweek edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. My name is Wade Bates. Today on the show, we're going to talk some high school basketball as the seasons are going for both the boys and the girls right now. Going to head to Watertown High School to get things going. We're going to talk with Jim O'Leary, the head boys coach at Watertown. Then we'll visit with Matt Stolberg, the Goslings girls coach. Also today, we'll talk with Zach Jans, the head boys basketball coach at Mayville High School. Coach Jans picked up his first victory of his career Monday night night with a win at Wapan. This is your first visit to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Thank you so much for finding us and downloading the program. We have shows every single Wednesday and Saturday during the high school sports season. Best way never to miss an episode, subscribe at your favorite podcasting site. You'll get notifications when the program drops. You can also like us on Facebook and follow the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. Always remind you as well, I work for Good Karma Brands in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. And if you're looking for all the latest high school sports news, interviews, and features, find that on the sports tab at dailydodge.com. With that said, let's head to the coaches. When we come back, we'll be visiting with Jim O'Leary, the new coach at Watertown High School on the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question, being a teenager is tough. And what do Wisconsin's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. (laughs) Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. There are a lot of new faces in the Watertown boys basketball program this year, including head coach Jim O'Leary, who joins us right now. Coach O'Leary, all things been going so far this season with the Goslings. I couldn't be, I suppose I could be happier, but I couldn't be much happier. I'm, I'm uh, very pleased with um, uh, the kids have uh, responded pretty well to the new voice and the new terminology and, and some new things that we're doing um, and we we've got we've got 14 kids on our roster, and um, right now they're all they're all doing a great job. Seriously, literally, I'm not exaggerating. Coach, uh, you, we talked to maybe a, co- a few months ago when you got hired uh, for the job, and you talked about you know your your coach. You have philosophies, but you also adapted to the personnel that you have. Uh, once you rolled the balls out and you get things going here, uh, what are we going to see from the Goslings if we watch you on the video stream, or fans eventually get get uh, back into games? Hopefully we'll see fewer turnovers than we had the other night. But we we run a um, we, you know we run a motion offense uh, and we can do that four out five out three out. You're going to see the ball move a lot. Hopefully get in the post a lot. Uh, I, I really think we got to get a lot of post touches. It's great to score from there, but you also have to have the defenses have to guard the post so you can open things up on the perimeter a little bit. And uh, the kids have really bought into uh, Coach Camrath. My assistant coach has has, uh, has been the kids working extremely hard defensively, playing mostly man. Uh, we, we, we scramble and uh, we help out. And uh, hopefully 
you'll see a lot of energy on uh, on that end of the court as well. Coach, uh, just looking at your roster, you bring back one starter and, uh, and two other players that saw time in the varsity. First of all, can you talk about your guys returning to the Goslings this year? Sure. Um, Nate Kapinski um, is a six-six junior. He he, um, I think he started. He probably started a dozen games for for them last year, and um, he is he is our most our most athletic player. He's got good range. He's got a he had a three the other night, and he can shoot threes. Uh, I, I wish he actually looked a little bit more for that, but uh, that'll come. But he's also got a great middle game, and he's really handy around the basket. And at six six, can handle the ball. He, he's just handy, and and that's that's going to be huge for us. We have Ali Myers, uh, a six two junior, who I think probably played. He probably played the most minutes last year. He was kind of a, a fill in starter occasionally. Ali at six two gives us also some length, uh, but Ali's strength is his perimeter game. He has got a great stroke. Uh, he's he's good from three point range. Um, and uh, he's a, a great compliment uh, to Nate Kapinski. Uh, the other returner is a senior, and um, that's Jackson Wayner. He's about six one. He's a guard, and he has proven these first couple of weeks to be our our best defender. Uh, he's got excellent quickness. He, he puts his nose in there. And he's a he's a strong, tough kid. But he also on offense can uh, give us uh, the middle game the mid-range game, and also knock down threes. So we don't have a lot of experience, but those three kids have the most experience at the varsity level, and uh, so far they've been leading the way. We're talking with Watertown boys basketball coach Jim O'Leary. Coach, uh, with, with uh, so many newcomers now, you think it's going to be one of those work in progresses to kind of figure out where the pieces fit and, and rotations and things like that? And can you kind of talk about some of the new kids that, that, that saw the floor on uh, Saturday night against Beaver Dam and who you anticipate uh, seeing time as the, uh, as the year goes along? We have 14 kids, and all 14 kids got in that game, and and I and I don't know this for a fact, but I'm willing to uh, I'm willing to uh, throw out there the idea that in the history of Watertown varsity basketball, 14 kids never got into a game that was decided by two points, and that wasn't done just to get them all in. We we really have uh, we really have 14 kids that when we put in the game. We we have confidence in, and that I never expected. I, I just I'm, in all the years I've been around, I I just didn't think that you would have 14 kids uh, <laughs> that that you could put into a varsity basketball game this early in the season anyway, and say okay, give it a shot. Uh, but we did that, so um, I don't know where to begin. So we'll we'll, we'll just start somewhere. Uh, Trenton Shelton played the point for us, and he's a junior, and uh, he is—he's smooth. He's uh, and also got a good a good long range jump shot, but could also beat you off the dribble and take it to the hoop. Uh, Caleb Roberts, six five senior, uh, started in the post for us, and he also I think in fact now he he did hit a he did hit a basket in the lane, but he also hit a a fifteen footer, and that's a and that's a plus for him at six five playing in the post area he's got a great middle game um and um and he's long and uh he works hard and and this is where it gets yeah. uh to be so interesting for us because and i'm not saying those are going to be the five that start every game even uh, but I, you know what's more important to me is who finishes the game 
um, than than who starts a game. But uh, some of the kids that came off the bench uh, that are good that we knew were going to help us, and 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 they did. Uh, Patrick Lampy, um, a six-one uh, senior, who uh, he, he's kind of a he, he's an interesting player because he's he's kind of a forward and a guard. And he can handle the ball, and he did a little bit against Beaver Dam on Friday because, well, because of the lineup we had in there. When you're when you're subbing in that many kids, you know, it's kind of um, you know who can do it is going to do it. But but we have a lot of confidence in Patrick, and he's also a, a, a he's an extremely hard worker. He's another physically strong kid, but he's also been one of our um, I, I I think one of our natural leaders, um, uh, Brady Martin. Uh, a junior came off the bench and uh, um, scored for us. And he's also, he's another one of the, he's, he's athletic, but he's also strong um, and, and a hard worker. And Evan Selno, another junior, comes off the bench and gives us whatever it is we need him to do. He can hit the three. I don't know that he's really, I don't know if that he's had that confidence yet, but we're going to get it for him because because he can do that and he can help us, but he can also mix it up inside um, and he can rebound and you're, you're not going to get a ball from him. If he gets his hands on it, he's going to get it. Uh, Carson Pyrick, a senior, came off the bench, hit a huge, huge three against Beaver Dam. Um, that, um, you know, one time we were down by 13 and we cut it to two at one point and had a trip to take the lead or tie it. And then later on in the game, um, we were, we cut it down to one. With a little over a minute to go, we cut it down to one. And one of those key baskets uh, was Carson uh, Pyrick. And he's another kid who he can do lots of things. He can handle it up well enough to be a guard out front, but he's maybe better suited for us as a forward um, uh, and shooting it on the wing. And he also is, a, I think, a deceptively good defensive player. John Clifford, big John Clifford, 6'5", junior, is our first big off the bench. And uh, he's he's going to be important for us because he's so big inside and he's a good post presence. He's, uh, he's good to have in the middle. It's good to have a guy his size in the middle on defense, but he's also going to help us establish that post game on offense. Another player that uh, we we have a great deal of confidence in is is uh, Nathan Kale. He's a junior guard, uh, very, very steady, uh, not shakable, doesn't turn it over. Um, I'd like to get him to be more assertive on offense, but uh, we sure like the way, he, he, everything he does. He's a good passer. He's a good defender. He handles the ball. He handles the ball well, and um, he has a high degree of basketball intelligence. Aiden Clark is um, a 5'8 junior who um, you know? I just talked about uh, basketball intelligence, and uh, Aiden may be the valedictorian of basketball intelligence on our team. He, he has been—he's uh, maybe our best ball handler, actually. He didn't get a lot of playing time against Beaver Dam, but in practice, he's a steady—he's a steady with the ball as anybody we have. He doesn't ever force anything. He seems to know where to go. He's a good uh, dribble penetrator. And um, I, I, because, you know, at 5'8", uh, I, I don't know if it's that, but I have a soft spot in my heart for the way Aiden Clark plays, and, and uh, we're going we're gonna to help him uh, get better and get more minutes. We have Anthony Bowman, who's also a, a junior. We have a lot of juniors. <laughs> Anthony 
uh, has the stroke from three-point range. He can knock it down. We need him to have more confidence in that because he can do it. it. It's sometimes just a question of, you know, these kids are playing varsity basketball for the first time, and I think sometimes they they don't know yet, and uh, they don't know that what they can do. But I can tell you, uh, Anthony can play. Uh, and he also he loves the game like all these other kids do. But he you can see it just by the way he understands the game. And then Andrew David is our six uh, four junior, uh, a post player, and um, he is a great player to practice against. But he also did a good job the other night against Beaver Dam. Again, another another young man who we don't hesitate to think about getting minutes and we've told the kids this uh, coach Camrath and I have told the kids in practice we 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 don't know week in and week out who's going to be available and so far they've all been available and hopefully they all stay healthy but everybody has to be ready to play and when we played Beaver Dam the other night uh, I'm ha- I'm very happy to say they all were you know, I, I'll be honest with you, Wade. When the game was over, and I thought about it, you know, the rest of the weekend, I, I asked myself the question: Did did playing fourteen kids hurt us? And I thought about it, thought about it, and then I watched the game uh, again, watched the video of the game, and I clearly, I think it's the reason the reason we came back and made a game of it was because we played all fourteen. It's really, really, uh, for me an unusual thing to see. I have never been a part of a team that I think is not just this deep, but this balanced. Now coach, uh, and it's been a while, I think since you've uh, taken the reins as a head coach, was it, was it just like riding a bike? You get that whistle out the first day of practice and it was like, you never left. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, it's like riding a bike, but I have to wear a helmet. Yeah, I no, no, it wasn't. But, uh, but I will tell you what it's done. It, it, it I love being in that gym. I love being in the Watertown gym. I uh, that came back immediately, but there were a lot of things that that uh, were like, "Whoa, I forgot about this. I forgot about that." But I, I will tell you, I'm thrilled. I'm just thrilled uh, to be the basketball coach of these kids. Coach, looking at your schedule, at least what's on the website, you know, schedules these days are like the Wild West. It's fluid. It changes day to day. But it looks like you're pretty much have sched- been able to schedule uh, solidly staying within the Badger Conference, whether it be the Badger North and South. Is your schedule pretty set? You're still looking for games, or, or where are you at with that? I, I think with what we have, we have 18 games, and I think um, we're allowed 24, but with a season that's three weeks shorter than normal, I think right now our plan is to stick with 18 and we'll, we'll fill that gives us room and flexibility uh, without getting ridiculous with having how many games in a row. But um, I, I think we're set until we need to replace somebody. And we did that in our second game when, when Ford Atkinson had to quarantine for a couple of weeks, uh, we were able to get Columbus um, and, and we're, you know, we're ready to do that. We picked up, um, we played Janesville Craig twice. Uh, we host Janesville Parker. Uh, we're going to Slinger. Uh, we got Oconomowoc coming to our place. I think the rest are Badger Conference schools, so we'll we'll have room. I think, Coach. Uh, obviously, with no conference season this year, just what's got to have to happen for the Goslings to uh, win more games than you lose here in the 2020-21 season? Well, we're going to have to take care of the ball better uh, than we did the other night. We we were. You know, Beaver Dam is a good team, and, and Timmy Ladrin does just a great job there, and he's been there a long time, and uh, I just I, I can't say enough good things about him. 
Um, and, and I think they deserve a lot of credit. Um, but we did do some things that were careless that, that we're, 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 we're going to have to correct. And, and we will, these kids will respond. Um, uh, we're going to need to, we're going to need to uh, keep spreading the wealth around. I think in terms of scoring, um, Nate Kopinski had 16 and Ollie Myers had, um, I think 11 the other night. Um, and, and that's fine. And, you know, the more kids you can get in double figures, um, the better. And, and maybe that's going to be difficult with the way we've started out shuffling kids in and out, but we're going to have to continue to play as a team and we're going to have to take care of the ball better. And we have a few things on defense that we can work out, but I was extremely happy with our effort. Uh, Beaver Dam, we held Beaver Dam to 20 in the second half. Part of that was them um, being a lot more patient in the second half, especially as we started to get closer and closer. I don't think there's anything that we saw in our scrimmage Thursday against Luther Prep or in the game Saturday against Beaver Dam that show, that tells us that uh, we're in trouble. I, I think we're in good shape, and 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 we're only going to get better. Well, Coach Jim O'Leary, head boys basketball coach at Watertown, uh, I thank you again for the time, and I'd like to say hope to see you at the gym sometime soon, but I don't know if I'm going to be getting into any gyms this year, so I'll be watching you on the video stream and hopefully giving you some calls here and there to uh, to uh, talk Watertown gosling hoops. Wade, I would love that. I appreciate the opportunities. I can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous, too. Listen to this. This commercial is about... Well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in Wisconsin. In almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. Reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. Let's go to Watertown High School now and talk a little Gosling girls basketball with head coach Matt Stolberg, his Watertown squad off to a 2-2 two and two start this year. Coach Stolberg, just your, your thoughts on what you've seen from your girls so far. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. We, um, we uh, bring back a lot of kids from last year off a pretty successful year, so um, we were you know, hopeful for a season first and foremost, so we're grateful for that. Um, and then our schedule got shifted around quite a bit because of obviously some teams not having the opportunity to play. So it's made our schedule pretty challenging. We've, you know, we're two and two, two of our losses are to traditional state powers and Oak Creek and Beaver Dam. Um, and so I've certainly not losses that we will, you know, hang our head on too much, but, uh, we, we played with Oak Creek and we're competitive in that game. Uh, we were a little bit shorthanded, but the kids responded well. And then, um, and then last night we were still a little bit shorthanded down a starter, but, uh, but I thought we competed well and, and Beaver Dam hats off to them. They just shot the heck out of the ball and, uh, and really showed that they're probably the best team in the state, but it was a good opportunity for us. And the kids have just picked up where they left off last year with their work ethic and, and their focus. And we've got, um, we've got seven seniors now. So that's something that we don't take for granted because, you know, if, if, 
if if I were to just not show up one day, they'd probably run their own practice. That's kind of the point that they're at right now. So that's kind of a cool thing to have. Coach, you, know, you always talk about, you know, you, you had a great season last year. Uh, you know, you, you took DSHA, who ended up being a state qualifier, double overtime, and they got you, you know, late. But you always say you want to build off it. But with, with the off season like we had, was it hard to try to build off that because you really couldn't do anything all summer? Yeah, it was really difficult. We had, you know, only only a handful of kids in the whole program that, that played any sort of basketball all summer, you know, on the AAU circuit. And most of our kids really rely on the various summer league offerings that we provide in a typical year. And unfortunately we weren't able to do that. We, we had a very, very short window in the summer where we were able for about two weeks to get in and do some individual stuff. Um, but like we, we didn't, we weren't able to assemble our team um, for months and months and months. And in fact, we didn't even get any open gyms. Our, our the first time we saw our team all together um, since the end of the year banquet was the first day of practice. <laughs> so um, that was a, that was a little bit of an adjustment. I think that's what we noticed too, is that it's not like we were, you know, the level that we were playing at in that DSHA game, we're still not at that level now. Not a, not a fault to the kids at all. It's just that a lot of them just haven't had the opportunity to play competitive sports in so long. Um, and, uh, and so we're just getting up to that competitiveness at this point. And that's why I think that Beaver Dam game was, pretty helpful for us last night to, to really push ourselves. Coach, you mentioned a little bit about your roster. You bring back a couple of all-conference uh, players from last year and then a collection of players that saw a lot of playing time. Can you kind of just talk about the, the girls on your squad? Yeah, I mean, we actually bring back all five starters, uh, which is Taya Moss, Avalon Icky, um, uh, Riley Quinn, Lily Gifford, and Aubrey Schmutzler. Um, and so that's been kind of a, a unique thing to bring back an entire starting five. Um, and then we also have uh, kids from last year's team, Sydney Linskins, Riley Frederick, and um, and Autumn Myers. Um, also, Macy Zuki from last year's team. She's injured right now, but she's she's back as well. Um, and then we brought in uh, some kids off our JV, uh, Jesse Meyer and uh, Kim Haffenstein and uh, Maya Nelson. And we actually have a freshman up, Drew Heinrichs, who's been uh, stepping in and playing really well for us right off the bat on varsity. So that's been that's been good to see. And she's kind of given us a little bit of a boost, especially scoring wise. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a similar group. And now the challenge is to not be complacent on certain things that we were good at last year and to not forget some of the things that we did to, to really overachieve, I, I guess, last year, at least in how, you know, what the expectations may have been, you know, maybe were on the outside. And so now we're just trying to continue to build off that. Coach, you mentioned you overachieved last year. What, what, what does your team do well if somebody hasn't seen the Goslings play? Uh, talk about what, what they're going to see out on the court. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not always the, we kind of joke around, it might, it might not always be the most traditionally aesthetically pleasing form of basketball. Sometimes it's a grinded out style. Um, you know, on Friday against Lake Country Lutheran, it was, it was 11 to 5 at halftime, <laughs> which is not, uh, not typical, but, uh, but we really hang our hats on, uh, on defense. Um, and, and really have for some time and our length and athleticism really helps us. And our, our you know, our philosophy is even if, even if we have an off shooting night or, or can't seem to get the ball in the basket, we're going to give ourselves a chance with defense. So fortunately with our kids, you know, and how hard they work last year, we only gave up, uh, 35 points a game, uh, as our, as our average. And, um, and that really put us in a position to, to at least be competitive in every single game. And then you hope to make a couple plays down the stretch and, and that's how we you know, ended up winning a lot of close games last year. Did Moss have any aspirations of playing basketball at the next level? Yeah, actually, uh, both Taya and Avalon, uh, Taya Moss and Avalon Icky, are actually going to uh, Bryant Stratton to play um, next year. So they just signed there last week. 
Um, and, uh, and they're going to play, uh, they're going to play there next year. Um, so it's, uh, it's been cool to see them go through that process and both really, really proud of them. Coaching is, is it hard to not, I mean, as a coach, you just want to look at what you can control and what you can't control, but knowing that you had a group coming back that, that could have been contenders, I guess you could say, and would have been contenders in the Badgers South this year, knowing that you're not really having a, a league season. Is that something that it's hard to, to not dwell on? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I think I had to like, we had, I had a lot of time to come to grips with it. And I think we all did obviously over, over the lockdown and everything. And you kind of see the writing on the wall and think like, boy, like, you know, as the time ticked on kind of thinking like, maybe this isn't going to be better. Like maybe we're not going to play at all. And then, so really like the, the mindset that we tried to work on with the kids and with all the coaches is to kind of imagine that we have no season and start with that and then kind of build it back from there so that we're not thinking about what we've lost but instead of thinking about what we've, what we're able to do um, that we maybe didn't expect. And so that's been kind of a better perspective for us to, to view it as not like we can't do this or we, we can't do that, but like we get to do this. And these are some of the opportunities that we do have. And the amazing thing is like, I thought like even something like wearing face coverings during basketball would be so challenging, but the kids have just taken all that stuff in stride and they've done a tremendous job with social distancing and changing the format of practices Um and they just are are on board with doing whatever they have to do to play and to be together as a team. Is that just kind of what you, that kind of the, the the backbone, I guess you can say, of goal setting this year as well? Just uh, you know, you know, get better and uh, and and control what you can control. Right, you know, and I think you know we talked about last night too before the game. I said, you know, obviously we knew what we were up against against Beaver Dam, and you know, I said we, you know, our in a normal season or or or, or this season, our goal is never to to focus on winning a single game on December seventh. It's to do everything we can to be playing our best basketball at the end of the year. And that was kind of our goal last year as well. And, um, you know, the best basketball we played all year was in our final game of the season. Obviously it didn't work out, but we played with the best of the best and, and had a chance to win. And, um, and that's just a result of that daily, you know, incremental improvement, trying to get a little bit better each day and not focus solely on, you know, individual outcomes or, or individual games. So with this group, it's been the same thing this year, is we don't necessarily know what's coming at any moment, you know, with, with everything going on with, um, with, uh, with the virus. But uh, we just kind of just control what we can control and just try to get better each day and, and be grateful for the opportunities. Oh, Coach, uh, flipping around to web streams uh, this fall, it seems like you've been moonlighting as a broadcaster as well. How have you enjoyed that? <laughs> well, I'm, I, I usually, am, I usually uh, begrudgingly say yes to anything that's going to take me out of my comfort zone. So when the opportunity came up, I was like, well, I've never done this, but uh, we'll, we'll give it a go. And, uh, and it worked out. And then I apparently didn't do so terrible that they asked me to do it a couple more times. And that was, that was really enjoyable because, you know, in a normal fall, there'd be a lot more stuff going on with hoops and, and really getting ready. And we were still in a, like a holding pattern at that point. So, you know, it, even more so than a typical fall, I was looking for things to do or distractions and and that was really cool to be part of uh, of those games and, and get to see those games in person where you know not many people were able to. So you broadcast Watertown football. Did did they throw you on? And did, did athletic director Cap throw you in any other sports to broadcast in the fall? Well, uh, no other sports, but I did end up being the PA announcer for the boys' uh, basketball game this uh, this Saturday. So so that happened that happened unexpectedly too. So. I'm the I'm the backup uh, I'm the backup voice whenever needed I guess I'm not I'm not great at it but uh, but I've uh, I've got a positive attitude about it. <laughs> you know I actually think sometimes doing PA is harder than doing play by play. 
Well, it's weird because I, I, I had no script and I had to think about, you know, you don't always pay attention to that when you're coaching. I'm thinking about, okay, what kinds of stuff do they say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like well, what kinds of stuff am I supposed to announce? But, uh, but it, it, it all worked out. Well, Matt Stolberg, a head girls basketball coach at Watertown High School. I appreciate the time and hopefully we can touch base and talk about the goslings as the year goes along. Sounds great. Anytime. I appreciate it. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Wisconsin knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Wisconsin needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Let's head to Mayville High School right now and bring in head coach Zach Jans, who picked up his first uh, victory as a varsity head coach with a win over Wapan. Coach Jans, how are you doing here today? I'm doing well. I'm a little less stressed than I was last night, but feeling good. Hey, Coach, how did, uh, how did it feel to pick up victory number one in your coaching career as a varsity head coach? I felt pretty great. Um, like I said, game was stressful back and forth, um, but to do it somewhere like at Wapan with well, the, the tradition and the success they've had as a program uh, was was pretty cool. It's somewhere that um, we played at past schools I've been at before, and um, I knew going in that was going to be a challenge, but to pull it off was, was pretty cool. Well, Coach, uh, what's your take on the Cardinals so far this season? You dropped one to flyaway favorite Laconia last week in your opener, and then you, you come back with this victory against Wapan. Just overall uh, thoughts on the Cardinals? Yeah, I, I've been... Really impressed and really proud of how we've played so far. You know, we had first week of practice, we were quarantined. So going into the start of the season, you got the team picked to win your league in Laconia. And, and then that's on a Friday night. You got to come back on Monday and go play at Wapan. Um, kind of daunting just looking at it. But, you know, like I said, four practices going into Laconia. We, we had them down at halftime and we just ran out of gas at the end, lost by eight, I believe, um, came back, worked out Saturday morning, um, went right up to Wapan and another tough, tough battle, but we were able to pull that one out. So, so far I've been really impressed that, you know, we challenge the kids and, um, they've been responding very, very well. Coach, how was your first off season? You know, first time head coach is a lot to figure out, maybe a lot to learn when it comes to stuff off the court. And then you, you throw in COVID. What, what was this off season like trying to get ready for, for a basketball season for you? Yeah, I mean, it was tough because I, I got the call that I, I got hired as the coach at Mayville. And that was over the summer, I think June, maybe July. Um, and I wasn't able to meet any of the kids in person until – you know, our contact days, which we did two weeks before the season started. So that was tough, you know, doing Zoom calls and not getting to have, you know, those in-person meetings and build your relationships with the players before, you know, you're taking the court for real and, and contact days in practice. So 
um, that's been tough. And then obviously with COVID and everything going on, just all the administrative stuff has been <laughs> even more of a challenge with, with that added element too. Coach, let's talk about your roster a little bit. You know, Coach Urtini left you with some cookies in the cookie jar here, a team that's kind of been ascending up the Flyway Conference standings. Just uh, uh, talk about your roster and what you've liked from them uh, so far this season. Sure. Uh, yeah, like you said, we've got some some great pieces there, and we're still very young. Um, I believe we have four, four seniors on the team. Uh, one of those guys that's really stepped up for us has been Hunter Traver. Didn't get much time last year. He was kind of in and out of the lineup with with a few different injuries. But from day one, we walked into the gym. He's kind of assumed that that leadership role. And you know, guys around talk. They see you know Addison Middlestad is is the big name that teams are scouting, and they know him, and they know they got to stop him. But Hunter's been our leading scorer for you know our first two games, and he's kind of our leader on the floor so i've been really impressed with him obviously addison like i said is the guy that most coaches are going to game plan for his athleticism and his you know just the way he plays is going to be tough for any team to stop um he's only a sophomore so i'm excited to see where he goes uh, but then around those guys we just got you know we played we had nine guys in in uniform yesterday at Wapan. we got nine guys in so it's not we're not top heavy. We're deep. We're balanced. Um, we got juniors like Braden Volmer, um, a couple other seniors. Aaron Anderson is one of those guys. Alex Borkenhagen. None of them are really stars, but they all know their roles. Um, they strive to be good at what they do best, um, and they just complement each other really well. So four seniors, I think. Um, two or three juniors, and then I think seven or eight sophomores. So we're, we're very young. Coach, you know, obviously you've only played two games this year, but a guy like Traver you mentioned, you know, to go from a guy that, you know, looking at the stats from last year, about four points a game, to make that jump from four to uh, averaging 20, at least through through the first week of the season, yeah, that's not easy to do, is it? Oh, not, not at all. Um, but for him, I'm not too surprised just because of his work ethic. I think last year really disappointed him with not – you know, he started out as a starter, got hurt, kind of found himself once he came back further down on the bench. And I think if you ask him, he'll say that's been a big motivator for him because he's, I mean, he's got cuts on his fingers that he has to kind of super glue shut right now just because he's been shooting the ball so much and working out on his own before practice, after practice. So, yeah, four points to 20 seems like a lot, but with the amount of work he puts in, um, He's earned it, so it's not it's not shocking to me or I think anybody who's been around him the last year. Coach, you mentioned you know you have all those seniors this year in, in your sophomores. You have a large sophomore class. Talking to people about Mayville basketball, they all say the future looks pretty bright there. I mean, you feel like your your youth basketball program and some of the classes you have coming up have a chance to really you know make this Mayville team a a contender if they put in the work. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, there's been I've heard. Tons of people say, well, our youth program, you know, went to state and won these, this tournament and that tournament. Uh, it's a lot different at the high school level. Um, but like you said, if they put in the work, absolutely. Um, we're not going to rest on laurels that we earned in sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade basketball tournaments on the weekends. We are 
kind of streamlining, working on streamlining the youth program to do everything the high school is trying to do so that when they do get to the high school level, um, we kind of have that step ahead. But yeah, we got a lot of, a lot of great young kids and kids that like to work hard and, and buy into the system. So again, if the work is there, if the, the dedication is there, uh, very, very exciting seeing what, what we can do with these guys. Talk with Bayville boys basketball coach Zach Jans. Coach, uh, Flyway Conference is a league that's got everybody playing, so at this point there's you're, you're in a conference race. Uh, all conference players will be named and such. Just uh, What's your take on the Flyway Conference, a league that, that you're familiar with? Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of the same, the same faces at the top. You know, Laconia is always a team that has a target on their back. They've kind of been the the standard bear for you know many many years since going back to when I played in the league. Um, you got you know, WLA has won it I think the last three years. Springs is always a challenge with 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 Coach Krieger there. And now you see what Tyler's done at Lamira, um, a team that you know in the past hasn't had a ton of success, but now they're they're really playing well. They're starting to pick some teams off, and uh, they're going to be right at the top as well. Um, but there's really no no slouches. Anybody can beat anyone. Um, Amro, I think, has started playing out pretty well. And you know, North Fondwack, I think they might get a few people this year as well. So top to bottom, um, you know, we might not have the, the teams ranked in the top five in the state or whatever like some other leagues, but it, it's a solid league. It's a deep league, and, you know, you got to come ready every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, whenever you play. Uh, you're going to get beat. Coach, uh, what are some of the things that have to happen for Mayville basketball if you want to be right there at the end of the season uh, competing uh, for that league championship? Well, it's, for us, it's got to start with defense. We know we're not going to be scoring 70, 80 points a game. So we've really been challenging our guys in practice. Um, you know, your defense has to fuel your offense, um, and we just got to win the toughness battle, the rebounding battle the physicality battle, and do the little things because we don't, we're not quite there where we have the, the polished scores and the, the, you know, the guys kind of like a Laconia does where they got four or five guys who could put 15, 20 in on any given night. Um, but that's kind of what we're working towards. Friday night after we played Laconia, we talked about, um, you know, we're close, but looking down across the way at those guys, that's where we want to get to. Um, so, you know, it's just staying within ourselves, doing what we do, not getting caught up in, in stats and numbers and, you know, the, what people put in the paper. It's, you know, working hard, doing the little things, staying consistent. And if we, if we do that, these first two games, I think, prove to the guys um, that we'll be right there no matter who we're playing. Well, Coach Zach Jans, congratulations on victory number one against Wapan on Monday night, and hopefully we can talk Mayville hoops as the season goes along. All right, sounds great. Thanks for having me. So, I have a question for all you guys out there. Why is it that I see you hauling all kinds of stuff in your trucks? Lumber, ATVs, furniture, and everything is strapped down tight. Except you. I mean, come on, fellas. You're just as important as your buddy's blue plaid sofa. Buckle up.
All right, that's going to do it for the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. My name is Wade Bates. Thank you so much to Watertown Boys Coach Jim O'Leary and Gosling Girls Coach Matt Stolberg for giving us some time and Zach Jans, the head boys basketball coach at Mayville High School. If you're going to be out and about watching video streams of high school games over the next couple of days because not a lot of places allow fans in, you can catch me on Saturday night as I will be at Beaver Dam High School calling the Beaver Dam and Waterloo Boys Basketball J. TV and Varsity Contest. Again, you can check that out on the video page at DailyDodge.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Also like us on Facebook and follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. Again, until Saturday morning, my name is Wade Bates, and this has been the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report.